Evening Edition is brought to you this week by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a beautiful, professional website for your next project. Their packages start at just $8 a month and include a free domain name when you sign up for a full year. Squarespace is incredibly easy to use, and it comes with 24-7 support. For a free trial and 10% off your subscription, go to squarespace.com and use offer code EE8. Welcome to Evening Edition for Wednesday, August 7th. Here are some of today's headlines. Yemen's government reportedly foils an al-Qaeda plot. The U.S. plans talks with Russia despite recent tensions. International mediators fear that Egypt may be headed toward more bloodshed. The Japanese government announces it will intervene in the cleanup of the Fukushima nuclear plant. And the first case of possible human-to-human bird flu transmission has been reported in China. In today's news, authorities in Yemen say they have foiled a complex al-Qaeda plot that would have had devastating consequences. The attacks were planned for this past Sunday, the 27th day of the Islamic holy month of Ramadan, that's known as the Night of Destiny. According to a spokesman for the Yemeni government, the plot would have involved militants disguised as Yemeni troops taking control of key cities, including two southern ports where the majority of Yemen's oil is exported. They had planned to kill or kidnap foreign workers, while other militants sabotaged oil pipelines to create a diversion and incite panic. Another part of the plot included targeting foreign embassies with long-range missiles, which led to the U.S. and British governments evacuating their personnel. Today, Yemen remains on high alert. The U.S. has decided to host talks with Russia's foreign and defense ministers in Washington on Friday despite the Russian government's recent decision to grant asylum to whistleblower Edward Snowden. The U.S. government said Secretary of State John Kerry would discuss the matter with Russian officials. A State Department spokeswoman told reporters, quote, We've raised Mr. Snowden with Russian officials many times in recent weeks. We expect to do so again. We would like to see Mr. Snowden return to the United States, end quote. Meanwhile, during a rare television interview on The Tonight Show, President Obama criticized Russia's stance on the issue. Quote, There are times when they slip back into Cold War thinking and a Cold War mentality. What I continually say to them and to President Putin is, that's the past. We've got to think about the future. International mediators from the U.S., the European Union, Qatar, and the United Arab Emirates have tried to defuse the political crisis in Egypt. After seeing the situation firsthand, they have said that if their efforts fail, the situation there may descend into a full-scale civil war. U.S. Senator John McCain said, quote, I didn't know it was this bad. These folks are just days or weeks away from all-out bloodshed. There is only one way forward to bring about a peaceful Egypt, and that is the process of negotiation and reconciliation between the major players, end quote. Meanwhile, an Egyptian government spokesman took issue with McCain's choice of words during his visit. The senator described the ouster of former Egyptian President Mohamed Morsi as a coup d'etat, and the Egyptian spokesman called this an unacceptable distortion of the facts and added that, quote, foreign pressure has exceeded international standards. Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe announced today that the government will step in to help stop the leaks of radioactive water at the Fukushima power plant. This comes on the heels of revelations that large amounts of water have been seeping over and around the chemical blocks that the Tokyo Electric Power Company, or TEPCO, 
created to contain it. The damaged plant is leaking an estimated 300 metric tons of contaminated water into the ocean every day. The government said TEPCO would pump out groundwater in an attempt to reduce the leakage. Unfortunately, the utility's current pumping is still 60 metric tons short of its daily goal. And while that can reduce the spread of radioactive leaks, it won't help stop them. And finally, scientists from China's Center for Disease Control and Prevention have reported the first likely case of human-to-human transmission of the H7N9 bird flu virus. A 60-year-old man apparently transmitted the virus to his 32-year-old daughter. She was taking care of him during his illness, and because she had no access to live poultry, researchers concluded that her direct contact with her father was the likely cause for her infection. Both father and daughter died in a hospital. The bird flu virus has killed more than 40 people in recent months. A government epidemiologist stated, quote, people should not panic, end quote, adding that the likelihood of human-to-human transmission is still very low. Miranda Mulligan is Evening Edition's Editor-in-Chief. Our team of writers includes Julia Holloman, Ash Ponders, Philippe Mara Mendonza, and Celine Muzon. Go to muleradio.net for links to the stories from this episode, or read our editions from New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris at evening-edition.com. I'm Angela Kilduff. And I'm Tom Carmony. Our podcast is distributed by the Mule Radio Syndicate. Evening Edition is brought to you each weekday by Mule Design Studio. Thanks for joining us.